welcome back to the square i am your host curtis the fifth and i'm curtis the fourth today is tuesday november 2nd that would be nfl trade deadline day um but that has come and gone now that it is 3 p.m central time 4 p.m eastern all the trades are in and only i guess two spectacular things have happened we'll get into it later um <laughs> but we'll kind of recap uh week eight as we always do uh just kind of look over some of the key games we'll look uh ahead at the kind of news and storylines from this week we'll take a look at the injury report um take care of the power rankings this week and make our game picks to wrap things up and let's kick things off with a week eight recap um an abysmal week for our our game picks uh, i just feel sorry for anybody who listened to either one of us <laughs> Um, I would say they, you know, unless we really got a real hot take on one of these things, I wouldn't listen too much to it at this point because I'm that's too back to back. I'm questioning myself about these picks. Like, weeks. I feel really good picking them, but when the game started, I'm completely questioning what the hell was I thinking, you yeah. know? Because no, nah, these games haven't been close. Like, they had a couple of oh, I, I could they should have won that, it went the other way. There's not a lot of those though, no, so it's uh. Really, like a what the hell moment. <laughs> well, one weeks. of those that was close that should have gone the other way. Let's take it all the way back to Thursday. Green Bay takes on Arizona. AJ <sighs> Green, what the hell? Come what? on, man. Get your head around. <laughs> was that really a mental error? Like, I don't I, know what that was. That's what I'm left with. Like, I want. I can't say it was, but I certainly can't say it wasn't either. It, it's just. I, I swear, if there was ever a point shaving moment, mm. that, stuff like this, because I mean, I'm sorry, if that was like Rondell Moore, Christian Kirk, you would have had me. I wouldn't even question yeah. it. AJ Green, really? I'm just what ten year vet. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. Feeling, you know better than that. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> even game on the line. He looked completely focused and ready to go when the when, when they snapped the ball, but somewhere in the next five to seven yards, the man goes to sleep in the middle of the play. Yeah. Games on the line, seconds left <laughs> in the game, and he—I mean, a really a what the hell moment? Like, what was that? And I'm—I'm—I'm I'm, I'm sitting there looking like, okay, there's flags got to be somewhere because I'm confused. Yeah, as all get out, like, what just happened here? And like, let, let, let me be fair. I do think Kyler Murray. <sighs> I want to say you don't throw that ball, but like, I get it. I I understand why he threw it. Obviously, you you have a. I mean, AJ Green did everything right in that play. You get up, you jam, you 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 are right on his toes. He can't really he can't go around you unless he wants a PI PI call right. and give you another shot at it. Then he has to make contact with you, and he can't go around you. You 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 face guarded him so well and and legally, by the way, it wasn't like you were you were making contact that you weren't supposed to. That was a very legal play mm-hmm. that AJ Green did. Everything was right. Up until the moment, you're literally all you have to do is turn around and the ball is in your hands. You have a touchdown. You're winning this game and you just move on all hunky dory. Nobody even bats an eye at what just right. happened. Um, but <laughs> that pick, like both the picks in this game by Kyler Murray are n- neither one of them are his fault. No, no. I think you 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 just <laughs> turn around AJ Green and who who's it? Christian Rondell, Kirk or is Rondell, Rondell Moore? Moore pops Dude, it in the air. I don't know what the how heck. do you you let that go right through your hands? And he had two <laughs> snafus that game. So I'm, I you know I having a real serious problem with AJ Green and Rondell Moore right now because 
it's just one of the it's these mental mistakes that I see. Maybe it's just because my bias. Maybe because I'm paying more attention when it's the Packers. I yeah. just see this when this time and time again when I see an opponent go against the Packers. You see plays like this, giving up these big. Big time game changing turnaround uh, plays and 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 you know, I felt and, and it coming into this. It just game. it was one of these games with the Packers where you're just like everybody's talking down about them. Everybody's like, okay, they don't have three of their top wide receivers, and I was like, stop saying it. If you keep mentioning it, it's going to become a thing where Aaron Rodgers just takes over. And right. he did. I mean, he he utilized Robert Tunyon until he went out with his injury. Uh, did that end up being an ACL tear? Uh, I believe so. Um. So he goes down. Um, AJ Dillon had a career game. Uh, <laughs> like they, like Arizona was not able to stop AJ Dillon or uh, Aaron uh, Aaron Jones for that matter, um, or Aaron Rodgers. I mean, they. I, Randall Cobb gets two touchdowns in this game. Like the only wide receiver that they have, you're not going to cover him. I, I that that I had a real hard issue with the Arizona scheme, where you're like, you really only have two things to stop. Right. Stop the run game and take care of this one wide receiver that they have available to him. Uh, obviously, he would be able to, like, maybe Robert Tunyon would have had a bigger day if you would have keyed in on Cobb a little bit more. But I'll take the risk of Robert Tunyon going off as opposed to A.J. Dillon and Randall Randall Cobb going off. True. Um, I mean, in Arizona didn't come in at 100% defensively. I mean, of course, we know J.J. No, Watt, Watt was down. down. Um, we, I would say we obviously seen it in their run game because, I mean, I would expect, you know, Aaron Jones is going to do what Aaron Jones is going to do. But when you see A.J. Dillon finally step up and 16 for 78, miss me. That's not happening again this season. 16 <laughs> carries, that's starter numbers. You know, yeah. like that's not a, I mean, you could sit there and say they split carries, but no, there were two starting running backs <laughs> running out here, you know, 16 and 15 carries respectively. I'm like, that's. That's that's when you start seeing there's a there's a gaping hole in the middle of their defense right now, um, and they just shredded all through it throughout the game, kept it close. But like again, I cannot emphasize these big turnovers enough because you take away the Rondell Moore uh, touch, no touch, I touched it, I, I'm act like I didn't touch it, you <laughs> kind of thing. Because the way he acted, I was kind of like, okay, obviously he didn't touch it because he didn't make any play on it. I'm like, dude, who are you freaking going to fool? You can't fool 27 cameras out there. <laughs> you just can't. And and and, and what? 6.5 billion or million people who watch the game? Yeah. Or, you know, get out of here. You know, it, just, it was one of those, like, that did not just really happen. And it really happened. And, okay, the the Packers get the ball, and, you know, what does, within the five? When the, uh, literally on the knocking on the door. Right. Like, I mean, <laughs> you just gave them another seven points right there. But what I'm saying, but you lose 24-21. It's plays like Stuff that. Like it's that. close. Like it's, you, it's, it's, it, right. Those are the fine margins, especially on a short week. Thursday night primetime game, you can't make those mistakes at home. That's okay. the other thing. And you're, you're at, at home. home. You're in Green Bay. Uh, okay, kind of expected. We see this all the time. No. And that's, that, I just uh, – this, this game was unacceptable for me. Yeah, I, I did not like the way Arizona came out to play. Um, And there's a couple of teams this week where I'm like – yeah, I mean, like, you're going to get got at some point. Nobody's going to go perfect. Nobody's going to go 17-0. Um, but the, these are the types of things where it's like, and I guess this comes into what we were saying before the season and what I was saying specifically is just that this is such a young team. I don't know if they're going to be able to overcome mental errors in, in the small, fine mistakes, those fine details that you need to win games like this. These are the things that I was concerned about coming into the season. 
kind of thought that the, I guess, especially with having, like you said, JJ Watt out Mm -hmm. that I guess that veteran leadership to kind of get everybody to kind of lock in at that point kind of goes away. Right. But there's got to be other guys on the team to step up and, and kind of get a grip on things. I mean, and AJ Green, you got to lead by example, dude. Like you cannot make a mental mistake in, in that crunch time part of the game. Literally 12 seconds were left on the, on the clock. You, you, this is now or never. And you just, you can't not have a mental error at that point um, and expect to win games. You, you just really, really can't. And, and that, I think that play alone just cost him the game. So yeah, that play just kind of it, everything falls apart with that play. You, you can't where you just have to be able to get your head around because again, as a leader, AJ Green cannot be the one to cost them th- this this game at this point. Um, and so now they're seven and one, and now they're I think third place in the NFC uh, with that loss, or maybe second still. But it, that's just a play you can't have if you want to stay on top. That's true. Um, yeah. And it just, it was just one of them kind of games. It, again, not a fan of the, the Thursday night game. Yeah. It's just it's this short week stuff is just from competitive standpoint. I just think it just puts both teams at, 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 a, at a disadvantage. And you start seeing all these weird stuff happening, especially when yeah. you got these marquee teams. I'm like, like I was saying, I, I thought Thursdays worked well for, you know, your, the two and you know the two to two team one team no team wins type yeah. you know those kind of lower lower level matchups that won't get any play really on um Sunday you can you can highlight them on Thursday it's early in the week people are gonna watch it you want football but yeah I'm, I don't want to see the Jets in Houston on Sunday I will watch them on Thursday yeah you know it's kind of like because there's nothing else going on but speaking of we have the Jets on on Thursday this week so yeah but with the team that I would rather see on Sunday um but. Speaking of Sunday, a couple of good ones here. Some really ones that just irk me. But uh, let's start with Carolina taking on the Falcons. Carolina gets the win on the road. Um, I mean, Matt Ryan had kind of the goriest injury of the week, I guess. Had his foot stepped on, and he was bleeding all over the place. Uh, So... Oh, I heard. I didn't see it. Oh, God. It was, yeah, the, the videos of it are nasty. You can see him get stepped on. I mean, obviously, we, we all know how cleats are and, and how they can really cut you up. But it just it didn't look as bad when he stepped on his hand. And then he gets up and he's using his towel. There's blood all over. He's got the white pants on. There's blood all down his leg. And you're like, what the hell happened to you, dude? You just get caught up by, by Jason or something? Like, what's right. going on? Exactly. <laughs> this Halloween feature. I know. <laughs> uh, I mean, fitting, it was on Halloween Day. Um, so, <laughs> man, he it just do, it did not look good. But Panthers pull off the win. I get, like I said, 19 to 13. Chuba Hubbard had a day. 24 carries, 82 yards, and a touchdown. We did lose Sam Darnold in this game to a concussion. Um, so, hoping that he, he gets back healthy. But... <sighs> Um, and it's kind of just left up in the air. I mean, you mean, this is one of those games where Atlanta, you can't have Matt Ryan go out there for 146 and a touchdown. Like that, he's got to do more, especially when you have put zero other pieces around him. He's got to do more. Uh, yeah, and two interceptions and three stacks is not it. Yeah, uh, it's it's. I'm sorry. <laughs> the next person to call this dude, Matty Ice, one more time. <laughs> And I'm like, I'm so, I'm so down on this guy. Uh, I'm not saying he should be out the league. I'm just, his hype 
Marcus is about as accurate as the hype that his former player was, Mr. Mr. <laughs> Leo Jones. Oh, yeah. We overrated. I mean, this this Atlanta's talent has been so overrated, yet we can shred the team and the franchise up and no one bats an eyelash. But when it comes to these two guys, the, I mean, just the, the, the narratives that come out. And, I mean, j- what are y'all seeing that I'm not seeing? Because I, <laughs> I just don't see it. You know, from either one of the, I mean, we were talking about Matt Ryan right now. Yeah. I, I don't see what, this is what I'm, I, I was, when I seen this, this is about what I expected. And then look what the final score is. They you lose by six. picking them. Hmm? Well, you must have saw something. You're over there picking them. It ain't got nothing to do with Matt Ryan. I, I, I know. It has <laughs> absolutely nothing to do with him. You and thought Cordell Patterson was going to take over this I, game? I, I, thought, I was hoping so. And <laughs> obviously he didn't because, you know, he decided they just wanted, they wanted him to be really, you know, a running back today, not yeah. a wide receiver. I'm like, okay, no Calvin Ridley, no Cordell Patterson. Why not? You know, let's leave uh, Matt Ryan with, you know, virtually no options here. And, yeah, you got Kyle Pitts, who obviously the um, – Panthers defense <laughs> keyed in on this guy to make sure yeah. you're not gonna lose by this guy, <laughs> you know. And you know, you know, a Mike Davis is gonna have to beat us. A Matt Ryan is gonna have to beat us. And they couldn't you know. get it done. Exactly, because yeah. a Matt yeah, they Ryan. They also lost Calvin Ridley in, uh, before this game. No, he's sitting out with uh, mental health issues. So that's what I'm getting at. It's just like, okay, the, I don't, I don't like the game usage. Like you know, yeah. Patterson was yeah, he was five targets, five for thirty-seven, five for thirty-seven. That's it. <laughs> That can't be your number two leading receiver, you know. And where was Russell Gage? A complete no-show. Russell just... Gage can only perform when he has somebody else in front of him. And if he's a number one wide receiver, clear. I, well, obviously, they had everyone in front of him. Because <laughs> he, just, he doesn't even have a registered target. So, I just, this is my point. is I don't. <sighs> Atlanta, you fooled me. <laughs> y'all that team, and I got I started. I thought y'all was making a turn, and I, I was really high on them last week. So I'm I'm very disappointed. Yeah. I'm more disappointed in myself for believing that <laughs> this team actually made, made a turn. So it is what it is. Kudos to Carolina. I I'm not impressed by the win. No, anything. not a, it was a horrible game. It was a snooze fest of all snooze fest. And the um, Chuba Hubbard thing didn't really get going to the second half. No, no, which is kind of like they just but it's still, realized I mean, 24 carries for 82 yards is still like. It's a very quiet game. Like it looked quiet when you're watching the game, but like he actually had himself a day in the second half. Exactly. I was gonna say, and let me be clear, he didn't have like twelve carries about a half. Twenty four right. carries. <laughs> All most of that came in the second half. Like they just finally realized, hey, we got Chuba Hubbard on our team. Let's just go with this guy. I'm like yeah. Especially late. I mean, they were yeah. just like, Well, we gotta get out of here. Like <laughs> we gotta finish this game, wrap and, it up, and, give it to Chuba. And, I mean, that was a very nice piece in crescendo to their to their victory, you know, and then basically they were able to just control the ball and control the clock with yeah. Chuba Hubbard down the street. Congratulations, Carolina. Once again, I don't understand or know who y'all are. So they yeah. are. They, I think that's what I think they are. What their record is average. Yeah, five hundred. Yeah, fifty fifty. Take it. You know, flip a coin. They're gonna <laughs> win some really good games. They're gonna have some really bad losses too at the same time, though. So which we've already seen. So exactly, exactly. And All they right. won a game they should have won. I guess more than a divisional game. A game that. De- definitely was going to be tough no matter who the opponent was. But when you're looking at a divisional game uh, at that noon window, just kind of at this point in the season where we're coming up on the midway point, most teams are, are hitting that, that eight game mark already. Yeah. Um, yeah. This, it, you knew it was going to be just a complete slugfest. Um, 
But another divisional game, Bills, they're back on track after their bye week. Uh, they come in and get, get a win against the Dolphins. <sighs> Surprising the Dolphins didn't make any new, any moves at the trade deadline because I guess they're kind of telling everybody we're, we're just going to self-implode and just let, let this whole thing fall apart this season because, man. I, you would think they would just go ahead and call a press conference and just say what they're doing. <laughs> but <clears throat> we just sitting here guessing from week to week and – my suspicions came to be what they what I suspected. I, mean, I will say they fought for the first three quarters of this game. They just let everything go. They, they just completely gave up in the fourth quarter, though. They gave up 16 points in the fourth quarter. But it is Buffalo, and they are Miami, so I mean, not, not a stretch, <laughs> you know, but I, I get it. You know, it is a division rivalry. There's a little, you know, pride to be played for. But at the end of the day, talent usually wins out, and they – Definitely, Buffalo has twice as much talent as Miami does. So, I will definitely, I, I concur. I concur. <laughs> um, one thing I will say, uh, Buffalo got to figure out the rush game. Josh Allen cannot be your leading rusher, uh, for for the for any game. I I feel, but you know, they they really need to lock something in. Uh, maybe they should have been the ones to trade for Marlon Mack. Um, maybe. I mean, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I won't, <laughs> I won't go too much further than that. Yeah. Um, because. I don't know. Buffalo's run game is weird anyway, but they Not run weird. Scheme. They just don't have guys that can stay healthy. <laughs> well, they got passes healthy right now, and they were healthy in this game, but they, they didn't run it. So, again, I'm saying they have a weird scheme mm. because when they are, when they, when they, when they had these, these struggling running backs, when you had your Singletary and your Moss, and I'm talking about when they were struggling, they did everything possible to keep trying to run the ball. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, they get away from the run completely. And, you know, oh, they, they finally – are forced to just pass the ball, you know, just just do predominantly you have to pass the ball. And they have they find success in that. And then they slowly was able to reemerge Zach Moss and which was a shock to me because <laughs> he just finally showed up for the first time in his career uh, for these past four or five weeks. And then last then we have, you know, Sunday. And like they just really got away from the run game again. And for whatever reason, I, I don't know. It I just think it's a it's a weird scheme. Yeah. I just, so I'm not knocking what they do. They actually find a lot of success in it. But, yeah, it's week to week, I don't know. That run game is just it's fickle. Yeah. <laughs> Stay away from it. Um, uh, Speaking of run games, this was a run-heavy game. Uh, Next up, Chicago uh, taking on uh, the San Francisco 49ers. 49ers pull out the win on the road, 33-22. to Not as upset with this loss from Chicago, being that they – actually looked like a decent team for most of this game. I am a little bit upset with the kind of self implosion in the fourth quarter defensively. Um, and I definitely am upset with two Jimmy Garoppolo rushing touchdowns. That's not okay. I, I will never be okay with that. Uh, but Elijah Mitchell, he had himself a day, 18 carries for 137 yards. Uh, Justin Fields looked pretty good out there throwing the ball around, getting some, he had a rushing touchdown in this game. He so looked he, great. He looked he looked like a franchise QB to me, um, and there that that offense is continuing to grow. And the funny thing is, the offense actually looks pretty damn good when you don't have Matt Nagy on the on the sideline. Um, yeah, you noticed that uh, correlation <laughs> too. Uh, I know it's like one game sample size, but uh, that's more than enough for me and any self respecting Bears fan <laughs> at this point because we needed to see. I, I needed to see some type of life out of Justin Fields um, under this scheme. I don't think anything's wrong with Justin Fields. That's about all I need to say about that. Yeah. Like the fact that he was able to produce and put out this this type of performance, um, 
the performance we've been waiting on. You know, I, yeah. I mean, and and it's only going to get better. But I think this was his first legit. Okay, this is what we this is what we paid. The, 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 this is what we moved up in the draft for. Yeah. Because I mean, one seventy five and a touchdown in the, in, the, in the air. Come on, man! One hundred and three and one on the ground. That's Russell Watson. What we need dual threat quarterback that's able to just. If you can freeze these defensive ends and you can freeze these linebackers for just a second, it opens up a whole new world of offense for you. You see it with 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 the Rams, all the crossing routes and all the speed that they have. Do you see the linebackers get frozen? And they're just like, I don't know where they're going with the ball. When you have a dual threat at quarterback, it opens up that entire portion of your playbook. Um, and if you use it properly, which they did in this game, it just fourth quarter wise they weren't able to get it done um i think the kind of wind was taken out of chicago sales when cairo santos missed that uh missed that field goal to tie things up the, the mm-hmm. point after um and then the defense just after that just was not able to keep pace with uh the the, the san francisco offense over there so they just kind of took it on the chin in the fourth quarter but they they looked like a young good team uh, for for the first three quarters, and I mean they had the lead going into half. Like mm-hmm. they just across the board, they they looked like a very very tough team in this game. And then boom, fourth quarter happens where you get rushing touchdowns from Jimmy Garoppolo, and and uh, I'm pretty I'm almost positive the Elijah Mitchell. I he can't remember one. was that was that in the fourth quarter too. Yeah, he got um, he got one. So fifteen for one thirty seven. Goodness. Yeah, Touchdown. just. He had himself a day. I like him. Uh, Where the heck did he come from? <laughs> he's good. Uh, but Chicago, the, there's going to be some stuff to be figured out uh, management-wise uh, after a game like this. Uh, so uh, definitely going to be interesting to see how they uh, react. And I think their second primetime game of the season going up against uh, Pittsburgh uh, on Monday. So we'll get to that uh, in, a, in a later segment here. Um, but speaking of Pittsburgh, they get themselves a win, four and three now, uh, after they uh, lay the hammer down on Cleveland. That's uh, hyperbole there. <laughs> Fifteen to ten, they come out and pull out this win. Uh, so Ben Roethlisberger, two sixty six and a touchdown. Uh, definitely looking more like uh, that. What is future Hall of Famer? Old Ben. Uh, yeah, old Ben. Uh, and then Najee Harris. God, this dude. 26 carries, 91 yards, and a touchdown from a literal leap from, like, the four-yard line he scored that touchdown from. It's insane. <laughs> he's that good. He's that dude. And um, I'm, this is a sad part, but, but, you know, and and I'm only saying this because, you know, I have him in fantasy, of course, yeah. several leagues, but I'm able to key in on just this guy very specifically. Um, At what point do you just realize you just need to just keep running, running this guy? Like you can't. I mean, it's almost like at some point in, in the, late in the third and the fourth quarter, they went in on pitch count with him, and they're like, "Well, let's get other people involved." I'm like, "But if you can, you have a weapon here that can no one stop right now, they yeah. could. You know, Cleveland was you had Cleveland reeling on their heels the whole, virtually the whole game defensively, and you know they they kept coming with this air attack thing, and I'm like, it was fine, but it wasn't that kind of game, and if you Najee Harris basically was having his way. I understand he had 26 carries. He this was one of them games. I think he could have legitimately had 36. You know, and no one would have, you know, would have batted eyelash to this. I mean, because no one was really stopping him. You know, I mean, yeah, 
maybe they didn't want to get his yards average per carry down or whatever the case, or they didn't feel like they want to run him into the ground. But I'm like, were you really running him into the ground with 26 carries? You know, I'm like, I mean, 20, I mean, anything above 22, 23 carries tends to get like a lot, especially. I mean, you look back at their their days with uh, Le'Veon Bell, they were doing 30, 35 carries a game with him, 35 touches a game. And it's like, dude, can we, we save him for the, the postseason maybe? <laughs> Just maybe maybe take a right. tick back, especially when you have a guy like Ben, uh, sorry, uh, Antonio Brown at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I do give a little bit more credence to it now, now that they don't have a guy like Antonio Brown on the outside. And you, you mean... Your barely best threat got, is Deontay Johnson, and you barely got a Ben Roethlisberger. Out yeah, there. and it was just one of those. And how the game is close, so trying to control the clock, yeah. it just everything spoke to run the ball, or at least <laughs> run it a little bit more. And it seemed like they, the further they got alone in the game, the got more they were getting wins. away. Not from. trying to get running nah, up nah, the nah, score nah, on nah. me, God. It, it but been. he played me this week. That's yes. that's what it is. <laughs> he should have had three touchdowns. But moving on, Beat I just crap thought he out should, of me. I mean, considering he had twenty six <laughs> carries, the man should have had probably. 36, 40 games. I mean, just in how the game script was playing, but they held on 15 to 10. They, they, they got it done. I mean, you didn't have to run them, you know, too much into the ground and solid game all the way around. I mean, they just, they hit defensive battle, you know, as you can see, (laughs) it wasn't a whole lot of touchdowns going to go around here, but, um, three total touchdowns on the game, I believe. Yeah. Um, yeah, just, but Cleveland though, there's some concerns. There are injuries everywhere. I don't the the I I don't understand the offense right now, and and the, I guess the question going around now is is the offense broken? Um, kinda, yeah. Not He's getting fractured. Jarvis in, in, involved. I mean, you got Nick Chubb going at the beginning of the game, kind of tapered off towards the end because you had to start throwing the ball more. Um, and then just no OBJ whatsoever in this game. Uh, and, and just across everything about this game was just like. Okay, when when are we going to get this figured out? And it, is this Baker's shoulder injury really enabling or disabling him from from getting the ball down the field? Is that really going to be a, a major concern? If it is, why are we not sitting him? Why are we not going with Case Keenum? Like, I, there's just so many questions with, with with Cleveland right now. And I know Kevin Stefanski came out and was talking about how he needs to get uh, OBJ more involved in the offense, uh, but. Okay, you're just now realizing that? Like, I feel like that's something that we were talking about from week one. Yeah, and injury to insult, he gets one target again. Um, I'm sorry, you can't... So glad you, I moved him. You cannot... Oh, I'm sure you are. I, you can't keep rolling this... You can't keep rolling this kind of guy with this kind of talent out here and doing... And you can't do this to Odell Beckham. I'm sorry. You just... <laughs> NFL, y'all can't allow this to keep happening because... This is why you lose 15 to 10. Um, when this guy gets one target, um, taken away from Jarvis Landry, 10 targets for the game. Do you understand that Austin Hooper was the next leading one with six? It's not okay. That, that's what I'm getting at. And then there's only 21 total run plays. 16 of them goes to Nick Chubb. Five goes to Dearness De- yeah. Johnson. Yeah. He gets four after the next, after the monster week that he had. What happened to Kareem Hunt's pl- um, carries? And what happened to those plays? Because that guy got swallowed up somewhere in this. We're going to spread the ball around to, I don't want to, nine different receivers. Again, 
outside of Hooper and, 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 and Jarvis Landry, they took up 16 targets. There's only a few other targets to go around amongst all of these other guys. It was just, a, overall to me, a very inefficient offensive day for Cleveland. It just, I, I don't I don't know. I, I, I'm not exactly sure what's happening. I don't know if it's the fact that Baker Mayfield came back and he's just trying to get back, you know, his legs back under him. I don't think that's really the case, but I'm just trying to play devil's advocate here, trying to figure out what in the hell happened. And yes, they have injuries, but I mean, damn it, Nick Chubb came back. Your biggest, your biggest guy that you lost is back. And what happened? You know, yeah. just came out with a very conservative package um, on Sunday in Pittsburgh on the road. You know, a divisional game went to Cleveland, and again, like I told you, they that's one of these scary, these one of these sneaky good teams that. I love to upset you at, at the right wrong time, and it's Pittsburgh, you know. And then they come in there and they look like the Pittsburgh of old from a defensive standpoint. But I just, I just thought it was a sloppy game for Cleveland. Cleveland is gonna have to address a lot of um, issues, and they need to address them now because uh, the, they're there now. They don't slip down to a five hundred. They're four and four. Quiet is kept. They are falling. And, yeah, no, they are. It's not. It's not looking good for Cleveland right now. They need to figure it out. Now, like next week, they they need to look like a completely different team. Um, so we'll we'll have to deal with that when when it comes. Um, Eagles completely route the Lions, forty four to six. There's there's not much there. Um, but a good game. Tennessee uh gets a road win uh versus the Indianapolis Colts. Sweep the Colts for the season series now. Uh, thirty four thirty one in overtime. God, every single time I start talking about Carson Wentz, comes up and follows up with a two interception, two bad interceptions to to lose this game. Like come, like and the funny thing is, now this is giving credence to ESPN's whole narrative of uh, just Carson Wentz's wash. But up until this point, he only had one turnover this entire season, hmm. with two sprained ankles, with with the the whole. Uh, just all the injuries that are across this entire offensive line, mm-hmm. uh, offensive line, offensive weapons, no T.Y. Hilton again, like just across the board. But he comes out there and now throws a really bad interception on the goal line to just give a touchdown to Tennessee and then an overtime touchdown, uh, uh, overtime interception that I don't really don't know what the point of throwing even to that side of the field was. There was four DBs on that side of the field. That means somebody is wide the hell open on the right side of the field. I mean, yeah, <laughs> true. I mean, but we we're not under pressure like this guy is, and you know, we're not in being in pursuit. We don't know how much one of those hits really affect the brain. And you hear somebody coming, and man, you got to get rid of the ball. Yeah. You know? But I thought he, overall, I he had a great game. I, I know he had those two picks. I get that, but I mean, if you could t- if you could look beyond these two plays, solid game. Um, and when you have a three point loss in overtime, I know it's, it, it was, a, it was a backbreaker, but now they slipped to three and five, but I think the coats are still there. I, I think they can write some of these wrongs relatively easy, easier than some of these other teams. Like how we just said, respectively, like Cleveland, I think Cleveland has bigger issues than what's going on in Indianapolis, but Indianapolis did give up this, um, gave up this, uh, gave up the sweep. Yeah. So they basically, in essence, gave up the division. So they are playing definitely for a wild card spot. And like, by no means are they out of it. It's just this is a game you have to have if you're looking to to compete for the division. And yeah, you cannot drop a game that's this close. I understand the one that you dropped 
in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. You were completely decimated by injuries. You're on the road. It's just a tough out. But this one you gotta have. You have to play exactly. way better than this. like this. There is no excuse for this loss, it, besides Carson Wentz. Like you, you, you. This is a game you have to win. Mm-hmm. And I, I am really excited to see that Frank Wright came out and just said straight up, "We understand. Like yes, we still believe in him, but he understands. He even came to like he said he even came to Frank Wright and was just like, that's a hundred percent my fault. Like I, like I have to fix it." It's right. on me. Um, whereas before, most of the losses this year really weren't his fault. He was he was putting them in positions to win games that were very close, very competitive. Mm-hmm. A missed kick here, uh, just a, a bad play, a bad fumble from from a teammate there. Um, defense not making a stop in in, in a, at a critical moment. Just across the board, there were there are a lot of other places that you could put blame. This one solely falls on him. Where two two drives in a row, two drives, you have to not. Give you cannot give up plays like that to Tennessee and expect to win games. Tennessee is they're they're a team that's kind of on the on the fence as well for me. And they've had a couple of close wins that are some are questionable, some like okay that was a nice win there, um, but some are just like okay you kind of squeaked it right on by. You have a couple of questionable losses like to the Jets. Like mm-hmm. you're at a point where it's just like okay Tennessee like. I, d- I still don't know what you are. Like, he, like your record says six and two, but do I feel that way about right. you? Like, uh, yeah, I'm. You know, you know, it's like when six and two looks in the mirror and see three and five. You yeah, know, it, it's like, yeah, and I, I 100 understand your sentiment. It's, I don't know what that team is right now. They, they're, they're not sneaky good. They kind of good. They kind of average. They, you know, it's just it's, they're chameleon. They just kind of blend in from week to week around their their environment. And, you know, you just don't know what team this is going to show up from week to week when it comes to Tennessee. And now, for the caveat of Tennessee, I give it to you, King Henry. Yeah. So King Henry goes down. Um, was it? Don't even know when. <laughs> I don't either. It, it was. No, no breaking news, no reports. I mean, I, I, I did not have the luxury of being able to see this game on Sunday, um, but had no indication that anything even happened to this guy. And then, you know, come Monday morning, breaking news. And I'm like, I, I, man, I, I think was more was more um, startling is like um, I didn't even know he was on the injury report, let alone yeah. he's, he's potentially out for the season. But. Uh, so yeah, when I say we don't know what this team is gonna look like, we really don't know what this team is about to look like going forward now because now Henry is out indefinitely. Not sure if he's coming back this year. Maybe. Well, he's maybe. he's going. He's having surgery, so he's going to be out for quite some time. There is a. They're holding out hope that he could make it and return for the playoffs, um, but realistically, any doctor that's saying that. Uh, they think it's the fifth metatarsal injury. I think it's called a Jones fracture, uh, more commonly known. Um, it, it's something where any doctor who's looking at this is just like, no, he's done. But you you have tight end, uh, sorry, Tennessee's uh, medical staff trying to just say, well, we, we don't know yet. We can see how he progresses through uh, rehab and whatnot. And he could potentially return back. Like, um, it's a very slight chance. And he, Honestly, the chance really is just if they make it to the Super Bowl, maybe he's available to play there. But are um, you making it to the Super Bowl without Derrick Henry? Yeah, exactly. So, um, well, I mean, 
We'll see. <laughs> I mean, we want to go ahead and go in a wayback machine, and we bring it up to uh, Mr. Adrian Peterson. So yeah, which last time we saw him, he I think played six games, had almost seven hundred yards. So that is true. I mean, he's he's not. Like, and he, he did that in Detroit, people. Yeah, That's, he has not looked bad any time that he's played. I don't know why he. I mean, obviously now I, I, he's older. I, I get it why he's not why he wasn't on the roster before. But still, there's some some questionable running backs in the league right now where you're just like, all right, dude, why hasn't why why do you have a job and AP doesn't? Yeah, that's one way of looking at it. I look <laughs> at it as you know franchises, hmm, Jacksonville, hmm, Jets. Really, you, you couldn't couldn't use this guy at no point. No, not know? at all. Why would we ever do that? You know, yeah, yeah. I'm sure that a stunt. Trying Michael, to win? What? I'm, I'm sure that a stunt Michael <laughs> Carter's growth some kind of way. You know, because I mean they only just. Let Mr. You know Frank Gore retire last year. Speaking of Jets, yeah. uh, they Go actually ahead. got a win this last week. No, they didn't. Stop <laughs> they they, they did. couldn't have. Nope. 34, 31, Mike White. I believe it. The generic boy himself comes out there. Is the le- get this Jets? You guys have currently this week the leading pass thrower in in the NFL. Oh God! He had the most yards out of any quarterback this week, and he did that all in regulation. By the way, okay, all right. Four hundred and five yards, three touchdowns, thirty-seven for four. They went out here and wrote up a game script that had Mike White throwing forty-five times this this, this game, and he came out there and he got it done. Michael, uh, yeah, Michael Carter, fifteen carries for seventy-seven yards and and, and a touchdown. Um, so they. Come out and they win this game 34-31. Major comeback in the fourth quarter. Kind of this is one of those another defense kind of implodes on itself in, in, in the fourth quarter because they had complete command of this game um leading up to this. And now they just fourth quarter, bottom falls out for Cincinnati. Uh turnover by Joe Burrow, the interception, not good. Gives them a prime opportunity to come right back into this game and boom, they get that touchdown and they're they're off to the races there. I, I... It seemingly the Jets kept the momentum and, and and their focus going just a little bit longer than than they usually are accustomed to doing. And what we ended up seeing happen or play out was there was two teams that showed up that were due. One was due to win, one was due to lose at this point. Because let me be clear. I yes, I am a I became a believer of that, you know, the, the Bengals can be that clutch type of team. And, you know, just because when when all the chips are on the line don't mean that this team is going to fall apart. Like, we, I'm accustomed to seeing them do in the past. Or they'll just let the game get away by, you know, early third quarter. And, they, you know, they just can't hang with with their competition. I don't sit here and want to sit there and say that the Jets turned the page all of a sudden and figured it out. And I just don't think that's what happened. But, I mean, the Jets were more and overly due for a win. And, I mean, they have played some clunkers and some throughout this year but they have played a few games they had some inspired football that they put out there and yet still came up short because of the jets i mean you know it's what it, what it is last night or last night sunday sunday afternoon was not that day and for the bangles bangles again when you can go into a pittsburgh and go into baltimore and win in the same season okay i can't i can't recall a season ever that has ever happened yeah. In my in my history. So I'm thinking, you know, so I'm only 
everything's pointing to, you know, you know, y'all should be winning a game like this, but it also tells me they're due for a, a letdown at some point. I just did not would have ever imagined it was going to be against this team here. So Not against a team that lost their quarterback, just signed Joe Flacco, and has been reeling all season long. I mean, I, this was a mastery. It was masterful art of misdirection because <laughs> we're going to just bring in Flacco. We're not going to play him. We no, have no intentions of playing this guy. We're never going to mention who our number two guy. Remember, and I said this like, it must be really bad <laughs> if you're going to sit here and bring in Joe Flacco, and um, which left me with the question: Who is their backup though? You know, because yeah. it wasn't like they was running with one run quarterback on their roster, and you didn't know who it was. I didn't know who it was, and then come Sunday, we all of a sudden I'm hearing about the, what is it, Mike White? Mike White. Mike White. White Mike. Got white. it. <laughs> so White Mike come out there and, and and I mean it took the took took the NFL, you know, by week by storm. Like look kinda, here. The funny thing is that you look because I'm looking at ESPN right now. You see his name, Mike White, QB, New York Jets, and then you see his picture. You're like, this is a Madden like auto generated quarterback in it's like, and the funny yeah, thing is, is that this dude, has been, this dude has been in the NFL for four years now. No, 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 you mean, you, you mean, you mean QB, what, what's his number? What's, I don't even know. I, I I'll no, just say QB five, seven, number five, number QB five, five <laughs> you know, that, that's, that's, you don't even get a white on the bottom <laughs> online. It's just QB five, New York Jets, you know, like something like that, like some generic designation. This guy, come on, man. Who is this guy? So 37 the question, are you serious? The the question would be, is this a now controversy controversy in the New York Jets or or is this more Cincinnati? This was just like a they fumbled it. The, this is just a bad off day. Can we say both? I would like to say. Do you both. think there's con- okay? No, no, I don't think there is controversy. I think there should be because because okay. um, let me be clear. <laughs> Up until this point. Zach Wilson, well, Zach Wilson is a miss. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I understand. Yep, yep. We want to develop him. We want to. The Jets have no, they have no equity in this area. <laughs> None until they do it. I could say miss me. I'm not even listening. This is you know one... the reason why I, I think this has opened up the door to QB controversy in the New York Jets. Is first of all, it's the New York Jets. There's always QB controversy for one, but this is the first time since. Robert Salah has taken this job that we've actually seen him excited the way that he was in San Francisco. Hmm. He, you saw that that get up the the crazy yells when they get a when mm-hmm. they get a defensive stop. We saw the, the him just like on the sideline throwing his throwing his headset. Like we saw that defensive coordinator Robert Salah come out for the yeah. first time, and we've we have, we've saw stoic. I'm the leader of men type of. Co- uh, head coach all throughout the time that Zach Wilson has been the quarterback for these last seven weeks. And then week eight, we finally get the dude that they hired. Like the reason why they hired is because this dude gets guys going and he got this fourth quarter. He got the jets going. I, I think that he, his, his excitement himself really got them going. And I, it, the other thing that got me was the fact that Zach Wilson wasn't on the sideline, even being injured. He was up in the booth with the uh, with the offensive coordinator looking at the game. 
Very interesting. Um, and yeah. It's a lot of moving parts going on here. Like again, we got White, we got Mike White. Uh, White Mike. They, they bring over, they re, they sign and bring over Flacco. Flacco's obviously got to learn the playbook. Yeah, again for the new one. Does he? Or the new one? He was. I, was he? I, he was there. He was there last year. But oh, but it got, it's Robert Sala, so it's so a different, different cl- place. Yeah, place. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I'm looking. Got me there. But it's, the, it's the Jets. That's what I'm getting at. It's like this is the most. Oh, can they do anything simple or easy? They can't. And then there's this Josh Johnson. He even came in for four snaps. So they obviously had a number two and a number three. So they wanted to bring, definitely want to bring <laughs> Flacco in, which is, it relates to me that they wanted to bring Flacco in to make sure that they had three three quarterbacks on hand, period. Yeah. Well, they need a, I think when you lose a guy like Zach Wilson, you need to have that veteran presence. You can't just have these two Right. Madden auto-generated guys sitting there. Right. And, and now Mr. White blows up, yeah. you know, for this one. It's, hey, take it for what it's worth. He blows up. And, I mean, the offense just opens. Michael Carter, I, I would say he is the MVP, but I'm like, damn. I mean. It's got to be Mike White. Mike White. Is, I mean, unfortunately. five yards and three touchdowns? Without, yeah, exactly. Without, no, without Mike White, you don't have Michael Carter. So yeah. it's just kind of one of those. But Michael Carter had, I mean, if there was even a. If there had to be a you know a, a co MVP, oh my goodness, these two guys, combi- I mean, just they they tore a hole into this <laughs> Cincinnati defense, and st- I mean even Jamison Crowder showed up, and I mean they had he the, Mike White had ten different receivers when it was all said and done. I didn't even know you can throw that to that many people in the course <laughs> of a game. No, that's and, tough. It's tough to do, and yet he did. He got it done. It's tough to do that and win. You can do that in a loss pretty easily, right? I mean, like you say, he did it all in regulation, over 400 yards. He did have three three touchdowns. He did have two picks, but unlike the Carson Wentz thing, it didn't cost them the game. They and, weren't in critical moments, and and they also just weren't egregious. Like that's what I'm saying. You can have turnovers, but yeah, that, there's turnovers and there's some turnovers that like okay, come on, that cost us the entire <laughs> damn game. And thank you for all the wonderful things we did, but this one play yeah. wiped all of that out. AJ Green. So, <laughs> all right, let's talk AJ about Green Award here. You know? Let's talk about <laughs> the congratulations, Rams. Jets. I mean, I, I'm not even congratulating the Jets. I'm congratulating Mike White. That that was the Mike White show. I mean, that that was an insane, insane. I mean, come, come on, the Jets defense holds the holds, holds the them to 31. To 31. Oh come my on, god! They, like he ain't out there by himself. Somebody got to stop them from We're scoring just out 70. There. We suck. <laughs> Uh, Rams take on the Texans on the road. They get a win, thirty-eight to twenty-two. This is looking. This looks much closer than it really was. So there's really not much to talk about here. They got all twenty-two in the in the fourth quarter. Complete garbage. It was time. garbage time. One hundred percent garbage time. <laughs> they got Fantasy, absolutely ramrodded. <laughs> I had to go against that defense, and I'm like, oh yeah, run them points up. <laughs> Thank you. Right. Moving on. That's all I have. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's not much to talk about there. Um, Patriots though they get a very solid win versus the the Chargers. I don't have much on this game because I was not able to watch this one. But uh, Patriots twenty seven twenty four. Um, any notes? I, I want to say, I, can, can we can we not can we call this what it is? This was an upset. Oh yeah, I, I, I completely they got, agree. They, they got a nice victory on the road. I'm like, oh, this was an upset victory. I'm you know, I'm just want to make it a point that the Patriots had no business winning this game, Mm-mm. and and yet they won it and. I don't have a I don't have strong notes. I just I 
I'm shocked. I, I what is going on with your Chargers team? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Not my Chargers. Yeah, no, team. your Chargers team. <laughs> I'm a Justin Herbert fan. Uh, You're a Chargers team, like I said. No, I am a Justin <laughs> Herbert fan. Um, just like me having respect for Aaron Rodgers does not make me a Green Bay fan. Uh, hey, you and your Packers, go ahead. Get, don't even start with me. Uh, <laughs> Justin Herbert, though. No. Uh, I, I don't. Uh, this was bad. I they, well, they did lose both of their corners in this game. Uh, they, uh, they Asante Samuel went down with a shoulder injury. We'll talk about it in the injury yeah, report. No, that's fine. Uh, that's fine. But they they also lost their their starting corner as well. Just quick um, synopsis. I mean, just... yeah, but it's just I. They really weren't in the second half able to get anything going offensively. I guess it's more of a testament to New England's defense. Maybe I, I again I didn't get to watch the game, so I really I, I have no big synopsis on this. No, no, I, didn't I can't either. really diagnose what happened. This was one of the. I think you brought it to my attention that New England won. I'm like, wait a minute, and I had yeah. to go back and look. Like, you got to be kidding me! Like, how in the world did they win this game? And yeah, um, I followed just maybe the first quarter. And I didn't follow much else of this after that, man. So I don't, I don't have anything big to say about this, but yeah, it's to Mac Jones and this Mac Jones, um, Bill Belichick thing is really like, I mean, man, when you want to see like a you know student teacher mentor mentee yeah type element, you're seeing it right here. Mac Jones has no touchdown passes, no no turnovers, but he just game managing his way through. You know, through the, through the game, like he just came off where they just came off scoring fifty four points last week. Yeah, they completely just annihilated the Jets last week, and then come back and play a very very solid game here against yeah. against the Chargers. So I would say uh, conservative, but but I mean kind of controlling the game yeah. is kind of a little different. So well, I mean, my biggest thing is, is that Mac Jones is I don't think he works anywhere else but New England, and it just so happened that New England got him. I think you're right because if he's not utilized right, or like you know, you're just thrown out there like a Trevor Lawrence and just yeah. go. Oh my God, he's gonna look horrible. This is not gonna be the same in Jacksonville. This is not the same in Chicago. This isn't the same with the, even with the Jets. Like it's no. just not the same. Um, no. You have to have the perfect system for him, and their dink and dunk Tom Brady playbook is exactly what he needs. And it it he man, it's either gonna be him or Jamar Chase for offensive rookie of the year. Uh, I think it's. Far and away, those, those I don't think there's any. I mean, besides Justin Fields getting Chicago to the playoffs, I don't think there's any way there's anybody else that's going to compete for no offensive rookie of the year. No, it just can we uh, we could, we can almost say it's almost like baseball. They're just on cruise control. Just continue to just go out there and do whatever you're doing. You should win this. <laughs> I mean, it's it's it, they blown. The competition out of the water. There's such a disparity. Like it's like back and forth every guys. week. Those two just will make something crazy happen that <sighs> makes one of them <laughs> right. look like they're going to be offensive rookie of the year. I I, I honestly have no. I, I I haven't made any determination on which way I'm leaning. I know we're getting close to the middle of the season, and I think we will start looking into those award races soon. But I think when we get a little bit closer to Thanksgiving, we can have a better synopsis yeah. as to where we are, and maybe a third candidate will pop up. Maybe. But maybe. Yeah, I won't hold my breath on that. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, I think the third candidate would be a team like, because I feel like Chicago is the only other team that could, I mean, they got San Francisco, but Trey Lance isn't starting. So um, I would say Chicago would be the only, and Justin Fields would be the only other rookie that could possibly get into that conversation. At this point, I mean, 
super dark horse. I'm saying super dark horse. And they would have to seriously turn it around starting this week. Jalen Waddle. That's the only other one I can throw out there. And I and, he, and I said, that's why I said yeah. super dark horse. And But I'm not even... Because I just feel like Justin Fields could control so much more. Which with he that, could. Which and that's what I was... Which why he could get back into it more than he Yes, could. he could. I just wanted to throw one name in yeah. that that's... One ballot, you know, <laughs> <laughs> take it to you know, take it for what it's worth. I mean, yeah, he has looked good even within within the inefficiencies with that offense. So that's fair. Um, yeah, no, but with it coming down to the Patriots and, and the Chargers, though, mm-hmm. this is a this is a bad loss by the Chargers. They this is another team just like Cleveland. You guys got to figure it out now. Like I, I, you can't, especially within the division that you're in. Like you have a wide opening right now with Kansas City looking the way that they are, and you cannot continue to drop games that like this. To, I mean, yes, you're still above 500 right now, and you just came off of a bye week. Can't lose trap games if you're if you want to call this a trap game. You can't lose trap games. Right. So. <laughs> right, and then yeah, because the AFC West is wide open right now. Mm-hmm. Anybody's. Anybody that wants to take it, sub Denver. Yeah, I said three uh, team race. <laughs> three team race, one hundred percent. Sorry, Denver, you are the Detroit Lions. You don't have to AFC. say sorry, Denver, and we'll get to it in, in, in the next segment. You are the Denver Lions definitely AFC? just said that they're giving up on the season, so <laughs> we'll talk. Right, about we'll it. talk about that. You know, enough said. What's wrong with Justin Herbert? I, I don't know. I, I again, I did not watch this game, but I think he needs to get back to playing free. I, I, because I did see it in the week, but in the game before their bye week, mm-hmm. he's getting a little bit too tight. I think he's thinking too much. Uh, I, I think he needs to just play free, play within the offense. They need to stay freaking healthy, uh, and, and have Austin Eckler kind of be that run, like that workhorse and kind of feed off of that. Right. Um, but. Uh, Can he it, handle being a workhorse though? Uh, that's that's a quite that's a good question. I don't know, but I because I think they leaned on that so much at the beginning of the season, mm-hmm. and that's what helped him just play free. He was like, "Well, I can just go make plays as long as I can build off of this." Um, and so he's still young. I mean, Grant, let's keep in mind this dude is in year two. Like, <laughs> it's not like he's a five, six, seven year vet. No, he this is his second season. He's going to have some growing pants. I think he's kind of hitting that sophomore wall where there are teams that have not not figured him out per se, but they're starting to key in on some of the things that he likes to do, some of his go-to plays. Where did I hear this before? I remember <laughs> in our preseason, th- I think I said something very similar like this, but I'm not going to go super hard. I'm, I'm, go I, ahead. You're so humbly sharing. Go <laughs> I'm not, so, granted, I'm not saying I, I don't feel like I if I remember correctly, I'm not saying that he's winning MVP this year or anything like that. I never said, uh, oh, OK, yeah. so, we didn't go there. We didn't go there. I was just, it was it was more to the sophomore slump. And you add and I don't really see it going that way. OK. All right. Well, but yes, they, they there is a exception to the rule. Well, there is a wall there, but there is there's always this even with rookies. We're talking you'll, about you'll, two games now. Let yeah, me be, that's what I'm he, saying. He, like, he there's, hit a wall. I am saying like there's a little bit of a dip here, and it's really about the way that he reacts to it. I mean, I think we'll figure out a lot about Justin Herbert and this LA Chargers team in the next two, three weeks to see how they respond to these two games. Why I brought that up, I, I asked you what was wrong with Justin Herbert. My answer to that for myself was I don't think anything's wrong with him, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I had noticed is they've been struggling now for two straight games. Yeah. They split by a bye week. 
which is which is really what's alarming. They come out and then they play this way, and I'm like, okay, what's going on with y'all offense, and why can't y'all seem to figure it out? Because he's been sacked five times now in the last two games, mm. and now I'm kind of questioning what's going on with that offensive line. That's good question. <clears throat> that's what I'm, you know, because that was a big claim to claim for them this year is Justin Herbert's coming back. They just strengthened and boasted up their offensive line. They, you know, they pick, picked up some key defensive members. You know, it, they they really retooled this team, ready to be able to compete more so than any credit I was giving them in the offseason. Because you, you know, I was way I had them down at twenty going into the, to, to the season, really, on the power rankings, guys. Because I was just like, I have to see y'all do something for me to really think that y'all are really that team. You know, and most teams just don't show up overnight. Unless you're San Francisco, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you just don't see that ever, you know. So when you do see it, I'm sitting here like I don't believe, you know. I'm just sitting here all all season like I I, I don't know when to jump in on all these teams and be like, okay, they're good, and you know, and yeah, they, they're I mean, my God, they're four and three now. Like all these teams were like game busters three four years weeks ago, yeah. and then the last month, I don't know what's happened, but. I ain't saying that uh, the Chargers have been found out, uh, but this this New England game coming off a bye week at home, it's in a loss. I have that's what I'm 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 sorry I'm taking a little extra time, <laughs> but I'm like I'm giving my due to a team that I'm really not even that I'm down I'm not even that big on the Chargers, but that is a glaring hole of um we need to look at this yeah. we need to discuss. I mean, I, like I said, here. I think we'll figure out a lot about them in the next couple right. of weeks, uh, seeing how they respond to these last three weeks. And and how they they'll hopefully get back on track because I I want to see the Chargers and because this is a young team I want to see this this Charger team win in crutch time right. when you're getting into later November like Thanksgiving on mm-hmm. I want to see how they respond in those key games late in the season November and in, 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 in December six, seven weeks, yeah, yeah where it's just going to get so hard and now leading into January. We've got yeah. two games in January this Man, week. We this like year, the ninth. Yeah, it, that's what I'm getting at. Like when we were looking at early championship football. Now, yeah, you know, and some of these teams, like the, the you know these Chargers and the, 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 you know your Cleveland Cleveland Browns that were the Cincinnati Bengals now. Yeah, you know, it's just like okay, stop. Where are we at in the NFL right now? Because <laughs> nothing. I mean, is this? I mean, is this what parody really looks like? You know, because I mean, like. Jeez, we sound like idiots, you know, because <laughs> nothing lasts. Everything's no, weak. To but me. I think also a lot of people, you got to realize this is the NFL. The The whole adage is it's any, any given Sunday. One loss isn't going to do you in. It's really, it's how you respond after those losses mm-hmm. and, and how you get back on the horse after September and early and in early October, how you, how you respond to things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I, I think we've divulged enough. Yeah, we are. Um, I, I just wanted to give my due to, yeah. to the Chargers. You know, I'm, I'm trying to be fair here. <laughs> well, Jacksonville, that was that. This is an abysmal game. You lose seven to thirty-one against Seattle. They didn't even have Russell Wilson. Come on, Jacksonville. Um, yeah, are we really surprised? I mean, I mean, I know you were swinging for the fences on these picks, but you did apart it too. From that, you took Jacksonville. Did I take Jacksonville? You took Jacksonville. <laughs> no, I did not take no Jacksonville. Yes, you did. Tell me I didn't do that. So Y'all hold on, people. I got to look at this. You took Jacksonville, oh. sir. No, I took Seattle. 
We'll have to go back to the show last week to 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 confirm that. Well, I I write it down as you say it. So circling as I pick it. We'll 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 listen to last week's episode to to pick confirm. No, pick no dang Jacksonville. Like? I think you did. No, I think I didn't. Washington though loses to the Broncos. We both did pick Washington on this one, and that was no, I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Denver though gets back on their horse, seventeen to ten. Did they really? <laughs> it's a win. It's a, they're they're four and four now, kind of like Carolina. <laughs> so. The both teams that we still have no no real bearing on. No. Um I yeah, guess the to week nine, this is not good enough. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I apologize, but I mean there's I mean there's not much I mean the game sucked. They didn't they didn't play well and just Washington played worse. That that's literally all that game was. So I don't have I don't have anything to add to it. I um, yeah. Teddy well, Bridgewater survived and that was that's a win. <laughs> well, a quarterback who didn't is Jameis Winston, but they still got the win. At the Saints winning thirty six to twenty seven. This game was interesting <sighs> to say the least. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, you already know my take. Um, you know, Tampa Bay. I, I'm shocked. I, Tom I Brady lost to freaking Trevor Simeon, guys. And James. <laughs> and James. Uh, but I'm just. <laughs> I mean, but which what is the perfect re- Jameis Winston revenge game? <laughs> I, I know, I know. We were like, it is. look, Tom Brady took your job. I understand, took your championship. <laughs> I couldn't say that with <laughs> Took your championship. <laughs> you, I mean, they they didn't even keep you on as the backup. I mean, like, come on. I'm, I'm just making a point. Like, look, this is the Jameis Winston. Revenge game. And then Jameis wants to go out there and get a career in I mean a season ended. <laughs> it could be career ending. It could, could. be career ending. <laughs> I mean, and then come, come on, Jameis. Because it's it's it. not just an ACL tear. He also has MCL damage. Those are two big things about this. Uh yeah, we'll see him next year. So yeah. he can come back anytime soon. I ain't gonna say if at all, but he's gonna come back anytime soon. Cause look, look, if we might not even if see Alex next year. Smith can come back. I'm that sorry. Is, that's a fair that, point. that one at that point was the difference. <laughs> I mean, if that guy can come back, look, I have full confidence. We'll see you within hey, the next year or two. <laughs> props to modern medicine. Uh, Absolutely. Jesus Christ. <laughs> There's no way in hell that dude should have been on the field. But hey. But with this game, works. though. But moving on. I'm sorry. <laughs> this was. This was I, I, I still can't fully wrap my brain around this game. It was, just, it was weird. It was weird to watch. Because just. Tom Brady making mental mistakes, which which is what we what we said last year was yeah coming into a game with the Superdome, it's just they they need to figure it out there. They haven't been able to build that chemistry yet, type of thing. But no, they definitely have at this point. And now looking at it, it's just like, okay, how do you lose a game like this? I thought that the defense would get after him, which they did. They did get make some pressure on him. They did uh, make him force some throws in certain areas, and they picked him off and got a pick six and made him Mister Not So Perfect out there. Um, they they really made it. It made it tough for them to make plays, which is funny because Tom Brady was still twenty eight for forty and three hundred seventy five yards and four touchdowns. That is absolutely <laughs> true. Which like, he didn't have a bad game by any means. No, and, and as a, do we say? I mean. Definitely, we got to look. If we're looking at anything to critique from Tampa's side of the ball, it has to be the defensive side. Oh, yeah. Because that's where it all went down. But we I already was thinking know. thinking about freaking Chicago doing. 
But we already know what it, there's an issue in Tampa Bay with their secondary. But their front seven has been able to sustain them along with a high-powered offense and the, and the championship aura of a Tom Brady. It has covered this up. And New Orleans said, bump that. We don't care. We're going to expose this. NFL, this is the game film of game films that you want. If you want to try to figure out how to beat a championship team or how to beat specifically Tampa Bay, follow this model right here. Mm -hmm. And I'm only saying that to say, I don't think there's much material out there for people to come up with schemes and say, I think this is what will work for us. Okay, that might you might go out there with that, and then you know when it's forty eight to you know twenty two later, you know at the end of the game, and then you're sitting there wondering what what what, what went wrong. You need to watch this 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 good game film because New Orleans defense was able to put up enough pressure to one keep the game close, and keep it. When I say keeping the game close, come on now, Brady with three seventy five and four touchdowns. You thinking that, and they only scored twenty seven points? Yeah, that's that's defense. That's no, that's three seventy five and four touchdowns. I say three. Yeah, he had four I'm sorry, touchdowns. Four. I'm looking at the. I'm looking at <laughs> yeah. four. And four touchdowns, and you only have twenty-seven points. That's it, that's, it, it defies. <laughs> just the numbers are just turned on its side at the moment. My point is, they really, I think coordinators really need to study this film and really try to figure. I think out they will. I think this is going to be one of those things. I think what this game reminds me of is if you go back to 2018, I believe. Yeah, 2018. When Chicago beat the LA Rams, and L- the Rams were on a tear, they they were beating everybody in the league. They had just come off of that Monday night game with Kansas City, where they put up a hundred and five points combined, or something like that. What a fifty four fifty one? Yeah, insane game. Uh, but then Chicago comes back the next couple of weeks on a, and I think a, a Sunday night game, and absolutely shut down the Rams. And it, look, this 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 game reminded me specifically of that, where you have just nothing special about their offense, nothing special about the defense. Mm-hmm. It was just we're not going to just. It was just gritty. It was a gritty game. It was back and forth, and it just so happened to turn out into the the home team's way. Like it just was one of those games where it's like, okay, we're not. You're definitely not out on Tom Brady. You're not out on Tampa Bay and their offense. You're not. You're not out on any of that. You are concerned about their defense a bit, but they can still win games. It's just you're not going to win them all. And hey, now you have a little bit of a script of actually how to attack this team a little bit more to to make it just make life difficult for them. Make them go out and win the game. Don't have them just come out there and not lose it. They think there's a there's a fine line, but there's a big difference there. I uh, yes, one hundred percent agree. I don't want to add anything else to that, though. Right. Um, I just, you know, congratulations, Saints. <laughs> uh, yep, that's another one I got wrong. Uh, Bay, I didn't think, uh, yeah, I didn't know y'all didn't have that in you. So. Let's just finish things off with these last two uh, primetime games. Uh, I think this one's going to be fast. Minnesota, you suck. Uh, just, car- I agreed. I, I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't uh, rebuttal against you saying that. Uh, they're three and four. Um, yeah. And you lost a game to Cooper Rush. Yeah, at home. Um, <laughs> Hell yeah, this was in Minnesota. Um, yeah, Mike Zimmerman. I know it's getting warm in there now. 
I know it's getting warm. Warm? I think this thing is cranked up to 11, and that, that water is boiling. It should be. <laughs> but I, I, I guess the sports media hasn't caught up to it just yet, but it's coming. Uh, it's funny. I had a coworker literally just yesterday ask me, he's like, Minnesota Fire, Mike Zimmer. I was like, dude, I've been saying this for two years now. <laughs> like, come on. Like, I want to say two years, but about last year, I think the conversation should at least start last year. I thought this conversation should have started two years ago. I think he should have been fired last year. Like, there, there is that's neither here nor there. Yeah. This, this is, but this is what I keep saying. You, for everybody who keeps telling me Kirk Cousins, his numbers are this, his numbers are that. I'm sorry. Show me it in prime time, and then I'll believe you. Because at the end of the day, playoffs is all prime time. When the, when when it actually matters, it's all prime time, and this dude can't do it. <laughs> you, you just can't play in prime time. It, you got outperformed by Cooper freaking Rush in prime time at home. <laughs> like this dude didn't even know he was playing until the literally hours before the game. Right. Until about like three o'clock on Sunday, he didn't know he was playing yet. Yeah, I mean, completely outplayed Kirk Cousins. <laughs> I, I don't have nothing to say about Kirk Cousins. You you notice I've never say much because it ain't nothing need to be said. I wasn't impressed at the. He had like a two week two year window in Minnesota with me. I'm giving you the first two seasons, and that came and went, and I was just kind of like, okay. Overpriced game manager. I sorry, I thought he was a good move when they made it. I seen what I needed to see. Minnesota has a history of pulling the plug on these quarterbacks anyway, and yet for some reason they won't pull a plug on him. They won't do it on this guy. But they, you know what, man? I see, I see your struggles. I see, you know, I know, I see, the, I see the potential that's there, and I know we got a couple of bad breaks. How about we just five. give you an extra <laughs> eighty million dollars to to help you out for your troubles? And you know, don't worry about it. Relax and just. I get the philosophy. It didn't work, people. He's still playing the exact same way. Can he have flashes of these great games that they plan or they want to pay him all his money for? Yes. Yeah, at noon. He's always been that guy. <laughs> he, in can, Washington. he can only do it at noon. And he cannot he, do it can, in prime time. He can't. This is a stat I do not follow, by the way. It, it's fascinating you keep bringing it up because I'm, like, I'm going to have to look into this. But, I mean, I'm not saying it doesn't happen. But all I'm saying is I don't follow this guy enough to even care to want to know this, but I want to know because you're talking about it because you bring it up all the time. But my, but the caveat to that is, look, y'all got to move on. I'm talking about coaching staff, head coach, head quarterback. All They all have to go. They have to start over because basically all you're going to do is you're about to get ready and kill Dar- Dalvin Cook's career here because – it is what it is. You you don't have a quarterback. You you know. Hear what I'm saying. Y'all don't have a quarterback. <laughs> I'm just don't throw that out there. I'm gonna leave it at that. Minnesota don't have a quarterback because, and y'all not about to have a coach soon. So I'm just gonna <laughs> leave it at that. Um, they're three and four. Um, yeah. Minnesota gonna have to explain to me why they're three and four and why. And I'm this is me, the Bears fan talking. Why Chicago's three and five. I know why Chicago's three and five. Yeah. Why are you all three and four? Because I did not know Matt Nagy was on y'all coaching staff. I did not know, you know, I did not know that y'all had the Bears GM over in Minnesota this year. Because yeah. that's fireable offenses, right, as far as I'm concerned. So Minnesota, unlike, you know, Chicago, and to you Minnesota fans out here who want to keep trying to haze and did you see what happened to your team? Did you see what happened to yours? 
you know, I think y'all in first, I think Minnesota's in a far worse spot than what Chicago is in right now. So, I'm speaking I mean, that from technically, a divisional yeah. aspect. I'm speaking this just from a divisional standpoint. I just think Minnesota's in a much better, worse condition right now. Yeah, I mean, I think because they, I, for me, Minnesota is definitely trending down. Uh, and because I keep saying it, I will give you his official record. Eight and 17 in primetime games in his entire career. Mm. Not good. 0-7 on Monday night. Mm. And it is, they keep trying to say, that, like, you, how do you think that he is going to be the guy that is going to win you NFL games, win you NFL playoff games, if he can't even be 500 in primetime games? When, when everybody is actually watching him, when the entire country is watching him, he never performs. Hmm. Well, you just pulled up the numbers. I, I can't explain it. But I, again, like what most people have seen, and even Viking fans alike, this guy is not the guy. No. You know, and damn, definitely not for the, for, the, for the price that they got him at. Not at all. Um. Oh, and also, if you want to talk about his career, I mean, I know this game was at home, but his road record is pretty atrocious as well. 12-23-2 on the road. Um, I'll they leave it there. have some major <laughs> decisions to make in the offseason. Major. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the trade deadline just came and went. And they didn't do anything. Um, Monday night happened, though, and Chiefs back on track, back at 500, 4-4. Four and four. 20 to 17. Hmm. How much was your heart beating going into the fourth quarter of this game? <laughs> Not beating from being worried. I, I was or did furious. you flatline at that point? Just <laughs> the entire time. I didn't text you during this game because I knew you were watching it. I knew you were keyed in. I was on done it. at halftime. 14 to 10 at the half. Like, you was freaking serious? You you got the Giants. I mean, if I'm the Giants, I'm I know as obnoxious, <laughs> obnoxious as it would sound, I'm all in the locker room with the Giants. Like, look, man, we got them. We <laughs> we finna take it to the. I mean, you could have to have all the confidence in the world. Now you didn't win, but the point being is, <laughs> what the hell, Kansas City? Twenty to seventeen. They just they just got out of it. You know, they just escaped and got out of it at home. And got out of there. By the way, and they were down 17 to 14 for quite some time in this game. Oh, oh I know. I watched this whole entire game. <laughs> I am freakingly unimpressed with this team. I, disenchanted is the word. <laughs> so here's one thing. Uh, the turnovers, the, the second interception, that's on Patrick Mahomes. I'll leave that one there. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to dispute that by any means. I'm sorry, Jarek McKinnon. Did that ball hit you in the face? I think it did. <laughs> I, I, you know, and I, I you know, can, can I, it's official. I'm done with Jarek McKinnon. This <laughs> Jarek McKinnon project didn't work because guess what? Y'all are not trying to use him anyway. And this little, we're going to bring him out there for this little four, four play package thing. Sorry, he's not that kind of player. I'm not saying that he's bad. He's bad in whatever scheme y'all doing because it does not work. Yeah. So, I mean, if we're just waiting around for the next man to go down, Damn, that's a hell of a reason to bring this man up. You know what I'm saying? His value is not valuable. Well, I don't think that's going to happen anyway because they, they've got Hilaire coming back soon. So, And, I mean, who the hell is Derek Gore? 
God, you're telling me I'm over here with Daryl Williams on my on my fantasy team, and this vulture is over here stealing touchdowns. I mean, look, I mean, we just doing a quick fantasy segue. If there was ever a vulture, <laughs> this was it right here. I was so pissed because the second that he came in, I was like, okay, he just needed a quick break. They're bringing in this dude that they just brought up, and then you hear. Uh, uh, Steve Levy talking about how oh they've brought this guy along and they, and they they're really in love with him and I'm like who is I've never heard of it I've been watching Kansas City the last few weeks I and I haven't heard of this him dude. on the being on a depth chart and then all of a sudden he gets three plays in a row and I was like hold on when did this dude become anything I've I've never heard of him <laughs> I'm By the way. here with and this is coming from a a, a Daryl Williams owner right now mm-hmm. like what. And, and Daryl Williams was not playing bad. I mean, he got me 10 fantasy points in his game. Where 13 he was just... for 49. <laughs> Derek Gore, 11 for 48. So all of a sudden, they have a split carry system. They have never had this all season. They didn't even have this when CEH was in the game. No. there's. I was so confused. And where the hell was Jerry McKinnon? That was my whole point yeah, why I even brought true. him up. That's like, true. he didn't get one registered run. That's what I mean by, like, that, the, the this... I'll let you finish the Gore thing, and I'm going back to McKinney. No, it it was just with the Derek Gore. I mean, like, nice Kansas City. You got another dude now, I guess. But it's just like, where where was this last week? Where was this the week before? Because if this this dude was this good, why were you not utilizing him with Daryl Williams the last few weeks while you have Clyde Edwards Edwards Elair out? I don't know. That's what I'm – it it made no sense to me because when I seen it, I was like, am I seeing the wrong number? Like, what – no, I no, and I said no. This dude, is, there's a forty on his back. Like I'm like, who, who is this? And they like, oh, Derek Gore. It was like Frank, Frank Gore's son. son. I literally, I said it was this Frank like, Gore's son, son a nephew or something. Like, who is this guy? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. By the way, he's not. He, there's I'm no just, relation to Frank Gore. By the way, I'm just throwing it out there. When you you can't man. When the Chiefs start bringing out people, I don't know. I'm just it's like, confusing. Whoa! I was going guy? to text you about it, but I was like, the 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 fantasy week is lost to me anyway, so I just let it be. Absolutely, <laughs> stop. Um, but I, I, but I was just like, I was because I was really wondering, like, do you know who this dude is? And I was just like, I, no I, I was at a loss for words when he went off. I was just like, okay, whatever. Like, I, I can't like, I was meant to lose this week if this is going to be the case. It was just one of those when one it it was Murphy's law. <laughs> it, 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 nothing was gonna go right, and I mean, which is interesting because I've never on the opposite side of it. Like I am, this is the first time I've got to witness this in that competition. I'm like, this what it feels like. I don't know what to feel. Granted, feel if you want to, if you guys want to understand why he's saying that, I lost Dak Dak Prescott, lost Dawson Knox this week. Like <laughs> everybody is gone. I the week before I thought it was bad. This week, having guys back, it was even worse. Daryl Williams, <laughs> Williams vulture game. You know, it, was just, it was just, yeah. I was just like, wow. They give you no opportunity. DeAndre play. Hopkins, nothing. Five five total points for me. You know, Two uh, receptions, 66 yards. No throw. You know, what I was that? Uh, Kyler Murray, no touchdown game. Yeah. Followed by a Teddy Bridgewater, very <laughs> subpar one touchdown game. That just pretty much evened itself out. So <sighs> it, it just... Anything that could have went wrong, it went wrong. So if you even tried to look like he was trying to try to get back into it, something else would have went wrong. So it granted, just, though. By the way, not the lowest score this week. So even with that, my team is not horrible. I told you. I told you. <laughs> you had nothing to worry about. Go, go ahead, see Panthers. Yeah. All right. Well, that is going to do it for the recap of last week. Uh, just congrats to the winners this week. 
big big winner this week is I I would say is the Eagles <laughs> absolutely demolishing Detroit. Uh, but uh, biggest loser this week Cincinnati. No Indianapolis Indianapolis. Hmm. Um, I was gonna say Kansas City in a win. No no. <laughs> All right. Not impressed. Uh, well, let's take a break. Man, thank goodness it wasn't much. 